Mel, take a look at this. I was right. This is a compass. One from long before our time. These coordinates are in the Kaldar trinary system. I have no record of that system. Because the best treasures usually aren't found on maps. Once again, Bucketheads, Mavar Tigar. Welcome to the 188th tremendously tantalizing treasure hunting episode of Mandovision. Nargai Tom, and thank you so much for checking out this small independent Star Wars podcast. We're so glad to be back. Sorry for the uh, short delay. was on a bit of a winter vacation there last week. So we are uh, catching up a little bit on, on Star Wars The Bad Batch. And that's going to be great news for you wonderful people who listen to the podcast. Because that means you're going to get at least two episodes of the show this week because we're going to be ready to go for Wednesday's release of the next episode. So that's good quality news. Uh, remember, the best way to find us is, of course, on social media. I hope you're following along with us over there. And and we are at Mando underscore Vision Twitter and Instagram. Those are our main platforms. But you can also email the podcast if you'd like. MandoVisionTom at gmail.com. Uh, and make sure you're liking, subscribing, following and sharing the show with all the Mandalorians in your covert. Um, yes, sorry, we're back. Sorry for the delay, sorry for the hiccup in, in the schedule. Uh, it's been a weird 2023 so far as far as uh, having the show on, on, on in, with any sort of regularity so far, but we are working that out. So please stay with us, and, and, and again, thank you for the continued support. But yeah, we are back. Let's go ahead and talk about some particulars for this week's episode of The Bad Batch. And, you know, one of the benefits of, of having taken some time since the episode dropped last week, it was sort of uh, being able to more more accurately gauge uh, the fan reaction to the episode as it, as it kind of came out and, and all that good stuff. And, you know, I, I sort of... I don't want to say it's some, some elements of Star Wars fandom are predictable, but some elements of Star Wars fandom are predictable. <laughs> and like I knew I knew there'd be a, a barrage of people who were like, oh, another filler episode, another mission of the week, blah, blah, blah. And I mean, they're not wrong 
but they're not right either. And and I, I think that's a very narrow view uh, of, of the show to look at it in that regards. And, um, you know, that's one of the things I think we, we tend to forget about Star Wars The Clone Wars. We, you know, we look back on that series uh, very fondly, and, and, and in our mind come all the big uh, mythology episodes of the show, the ones that sort of like really define that era, you know, the stuff with, with the Jedi and the Sith, the stuff on Mandalore, stuff with Darth Maul, all of it was a big overarching uh, serialized storytelling, and it was it was fantastic. But the Star Wars: The Clone Wars had plenty of you know quote unquote filler episodes to 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 go along with with all the high concept stuff they were doing as well. And the same thing with Rebels, uh, and uh, along the way, uh, this is just another. Um, I, what I'm trying to say is I don't want people to. Look at the show badly. It's still a fun show, and, and I think that's sort of the key element that we need to remember when we're watching The Bad Batch and when we sort of take these things in. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do something when we talk about this episode that I, um, I tend to try avoid doing, to avoid doing, but I, I, I think for this episode of Bad Batch in particular, it will warrant a little uh, Star Wars on Star Wars criticism. But I'm going to try and keep it real light and, and not attack Star Wars because you know that's not how I like to do things. <laughs> you don't want to tear down Star Wars in order to build up Star Wars. It doesn't. It's not. It's not a great thing, especially when it comes to, uh, you know, everyone can like their part of Star Wars. That's all that matters. But we'll talk about it. At, at, we'll do a little compare and contrast, and, and let me know what you all think of that. So let's go ahead and get to, into our episode particulars for this week. All right, Star Wars: The Bad Batch. This is season two, episode five, Entombed. Original air date January twenty fifth, twenty twenty three. Uh, this week's episode, written by Christopher Yost, uh, a gentleman who I'm very familiar with from his time uh, mostly working in Marvel Comics back in the day. Um, I assume he still writes comics, but uh, I haven't seen any in my collection recently. But uh, yeah, I'm familiar with his work. He did a lot of stuff with X-Force back in the day uh, and, and some other good comic books. A, 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 a very good writer. So uh, I was delighted to see that he uh, is now contributing to Star Wars. It's pretty awesome, pretty exciting stuff. Uh, this episode is directed by Nathaniel Villanueva. Our cast this week, Dee Bradley Baker, Michelle Ang, Liam O'Brien, Sam Rigel, and of course, Wendy Sykes as Fee Genoa, and uh, the, the pirate-slash-treasure-hunter, Fee Genoa. Our plot this week, The Batch, searches for an ancient treasure that stirs up a shocking surprise. I suppose that's true. And, and... You know, I guess that's where we, we gotta go, right? <laughs> that, that, the, let's stop right there and get into the show proper so you know what that means all right folks those are the credits that's ready to go we're ready to have our discussion but we have to do something first it's time strap on your buckets let's go this compass is a rare find you got a good eye let's go check it out you heard fee she says a lot of things i can go alone and take the spoils for myself or we go together and split it 50-50. Please, Hunter. What if there really is treasure there? Yeah, we're not on a mission. It could be fun. Last time we went after treasure, it didn't go as planned. You weren't working with a professional then. What do you say? So let's sort of start with some character stuff uh, to, to get into this episode. By and large, the Bad Batch themselves, perfectly fine, perfectly functioning and lovely. Uh, Omega, 
same thing. Functioning, lovely. It's not a big episode for any any one character to experience uh, any sort of massive character development, right? Uh, it, it's as the show's often accused of for their side quests, and it, it, this is a this we're just picking up experience. You know, gotta get those accumulate accumulate those points to get to the next level. Um, I, I I do like this episode a lot for uh, Fee for getting to know the Fee Genoa character, and and sort of getting to know more about her as she defines herself. Uh, as not a pirate, but also a, a, I forget the exact terminology she used. I'll, I'll play the clip of that in a minute. But you know, basically, uh, a, a purveyor of lost antiquities, kind of the kind of thing, um, <laughs> which is which is amusing to me. I mean, it makes me laugh. It's it's pre it's pretty funny. Uh, but Hunter doesn't really seem to see the distinction between the two, which is also very humorous in in my opinion. But I like getting to know this character, and I feel like this this episode uh, has a lot to set up for Fee moving forward, because as I sort of speculated, this may be a character who uh, will eventually sell out the Bad Batch, may eventually turn on them, rat them out for money, something along those lines. Uh, because so, so you do an episode like this to sort of build that relationship, build that uh, a, a, a camaraderie between Fee and the Bad Batch, so that when that, that betrayal happens, um, it's more shocking. And it gets you, it punches you in the gut. But I'm predicting it <laughs> now. <laughs> and so I will not be gut punched by it at all. But but not a big character development show, but we get to spend more time with Fee and kind of get to know more about what she's all about. And I just enjoy listening to Wanda Sykes anyway, so it works out pretty well. Uh, the fact that we get a treasure hunting episode out of the, out of the show is also very, very interesting to me. Treasure hunting uh, movies and, and, and shows are things that I very much enjoy. Uh, so <laughs> I will I, I must tread very carefully here. So the fact that Bad Batch did an episode like this was very intriguing to me because the last time Star Wars did treasure hunting, um, well, it, it wasn't my favorite thing. And I am referring, of course, to... The Rise of Skywalker. And without, without going, again, there are people out there who like and love that movie, so I do not want to denigrate them or, or, or sound like I'm taking a shot at them. But in my opinion, for me, I, I didn't like that element of the film. I thought it was half-baked at best um, and, and just full of contrivances and, 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 and um, we need this to happen so that this can happen kind of moments. Uh, and I didn't, I didn't care for that way. It was, it was half-baked treasure hunting, and I have no time for half-baked treasure hunting. This episode of the Bad Batch, uh, sort of, um, I don't want to say that it like, amends the mistakes made by the Rise of Skywalker and their treasure hunting, but it shows that Star Wars can do some decent treasure hunting when it, when it wants to, and, and we can have a good time with it, and we can have all those sort of familiar. Uh, elements of the classic treasure hunting kind of movie. Um, I know online there was a lot of comparisons to you know Indiana Jones, and uh, there was some stuff, uh, even like some some similarities between elements of uh, Lord of the Rings and things like that. Uh, to me, th this episode had more reminded me of of Goonies. <laughs> you know, there's no Fratelli brothers chasing anybody down, but uh, uh, the way in which the compass is found and and and, the, and kind of everything begins and the way it sort of just has like a family friendly feel to it, uh, it kind of reminded me of Goonies in in a in a way in a way. 
but that's also because I'm, I just really love Goonies and, and a lot of things I want to remind me of it. So that could be my own personal bias on that particular topic. But <laughs> it's, it's, if you liked treasure hunting, this is the kind of episode you're going to have fun with. Because, again, the booby traps are good. There's puzzles to solve. Uh, and, 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 you know, Omega putting her smarts on display as she sort of is, is cracking these codes and, and, you know, helping advance further and further into the mountain. Now, they're after a treasure called the Heart of the Mountain, which, again, I saw a lot of people online making this, like, oh, that's a reference to uh, Lord of the Rings and, and uh, you know, going, going uh, to... I think from The Hobbit, actually, not Lord of the Rings, but, you know, the heart of the mountain, trying to get that back from smog, all, all that stuff. But but there's actually a heart of the mountain references in Star Wars lore um, that, I, that I, again, I don't know if it's, if it's intentional or not, but the heart of the mountain has been referred to in Star Wars stuff before, most, uh, most recently in Star Wars comics. Uh, back, I think it was like the volume one, like the 2015 volume of Star Wars from Marvel, uh, when Jason Aaron was writing the book. And after every arc, Jason Aaron would tell a story from the journal of Obi-Wan Kenobi. And a lot of these books, uh, these these single issues, were collected eventually. And so you can pick them up. I think it's just called Tales from Obi-Wan Kenobi's Journal or something something along those lines. Uh, and one of the stories that Obi-Wan tells is actually a story that was told to him by Master Yoda. And it's an adventure that Yoda had on, on a far-off remote planet. Um, and... and it had to do with with something called the heart of the, of the mountain, uh, and, and Yoda's eventual discovery that the heart of the mountain and the mountain itself were in fact some sort of life form, and you know we, that's sort of what we got in this episode as well as we find out the heart of the mountain, the treasure that they're after, is actually a device that's that's uh, keeping some sort of massively destructive bioorganic biomechanical entity uh, contained from. Uh, well, I mean, it looks like it already destroyed the the, the civilization civilization that was on that planet that they're on in the in the in the, uh, the Kaldar trinary system, but <laughs> you know, so so it may be a treasure, but it's also keeping that thing from being active. Now, again, if it's already raised the planet, I don't know what it's shooting at, but you know, wh- whatever. There's there's elements of the story that are are somewhat simplistic, um, but. I don't think that's to the detriment of the story. And in fact, I think the simplicity of the story is what lends itself to, to sort of uh, uh, writing the my perceived wrongs of the treasure hunting that they do in Rise of Skywalker. I, I, I think that Rise of Skywalker got overly complicated and overly intricate and, and probably a little cute, too cute for its own good. Meanwhile, the Bad Batch, it takes a step back and it's just like, no, we can just do straightforward uh, treasure hunting compass puzzles <laughs> you know booby traps uh, and and it's just it's the basics and they hit on all the basics and they hit on them uh just really effectively and i think that's to their credit and uh, it's just a really vital element to to making this episode fun and enjoyable now i did mention that i thought i thought there are some some similarities uh between the goonies and i mentioned that there were yes but there were no fratelli brothers chasing after him i did neglect to mention that there is a uh, murderous creature intent on killing them in pursuit of them, which is another fun element of the show, of the of the episode. Uh, it, it's particularly when it comes to like splitting up the Bad Batch and having them deal with that. Uh, meanwhile, as 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 they're dealing with that creature that's hunting and killing them, then the the the, the biomech coming to life 
um, um, and, and rampaging, and, and you know, if it destroys their ship, they're all going to be stranded there. Uh, again, it's just a kind of a fun, it's simple, fun Star Wars, and and there is a big place for that, and it's 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 enjoyable. And I again, I think sometimes we get a little uh, um, focused on the, the the bigger scope of the mythology. But I think it's fun to have these little adventure episodes. And, and Star Wars showing me that they can do treasure hunting well is a good thing. Uh, I'm, I'm really delighted by that element of it. And, you know, I, I, I think the only thing I wish from this episode was I wish there was a bit more explanation of what exactly was going on on that planet, what exactly happened. A lot of things are just sort of left to, up to us to sort of infer. Um, I, I would have liked a little bit more of a history lesson on on. Who was on that planet? Who were those people? What were they like? How did this machine come to be? Uh, it, it's all kind of vague and, and left up to our own interpretation, which is is fine. But I, I like it when when Star Wars, uh, it, um, I don't know, just kind of gives me more mythology to, to lean into. But they drop all kinds of fun names in this episode. That just shows me like the, the bigger scope of Star Wars is still out there. They still want to play with it a little bit, and then and the Fee is one of these characters who's. Uh, uh, you know, gone out and explored this massive galaxy that sometimes we get a little, like, a little zeroed in on certain uh, planets and systems in Star Wars. But you have a character like Fee who is referencing all kinds of things and just kind of reminding us that the Star Wars galaxy is, is a huge place and, and we've, we've barely scratched the surface of a lot of it. Um, and I like that. I like that for the character. And again, I do think this character will ultimately end up betraying the Batch at some point. But... But there is another another side to this because it could come down to, again, because we were also warned earlier this season that Sid's not who we think she is and that Sid uh, doesn't do well with loyalty either. So Sid could ultimately be the one to betray them and Fee could be the one who ultimately saves them. Just putting that out there, that's food for thought as well. Uh, what else do I want to say about this episode other than Hunter's kind of grumpy? <laughs> Hunter is really grumpy on this episode too. Uh, one of the, the elements at the beginning of the, of the episode, you know, we heard we played the clip where Omega and Wrecker are sort of, you know, pleading in, the, in, in a childlike way uh, that we that we've come to expect from them for uh, for Hunter to let them go and do the treasure hunt, and and he's real grumpy about it. But I th I think again another another sort of element that they leave up to us to to sort of keep in mind for ourselves is is what we talked about or what they talked about directly a couple episodes ago about the idea of the Bad Batch becoming financially independent, you know, having financial freedom. Uh, and I think that's another element that, that probably encourages or, or, or pushes Hunter into letting them go on this treasure hunt. He thinks it's ridiculous. He thinks Fee is a storyteller uh, and doesn't believe many of the, the things he's heard her say. Um, but the idea, the, the the notion is now planted in his mind that they have to uh, uh, be independent. They can't be relying on Sid for missions and for funding and food and hiding places. They have to be able to take care of themselves. Uh, and I think that's an element that sort of gets a little bit lost at the beginning of the episode. Uh, that, that idea that, that the Batch is still trying to figure out how to sustain themselves and and avoid direct conflict with the Empire. Despite the fact that as Echo has told us in earlier episodes, that you know, hiding out from the Empire is not going to be a, a long-term plan. Eventually, they're going to be doing have to be doing more out there. They have the skills, uh, and they they that's what they're trained to do is to help people. So, 
you know, we're, we're sort of in, in, in a period where we have to remind ourselves of these, these things that were introduced in the first couple episodes this season because that is what's going to drive us forward into uh, the next part of the season, right? <sighs> but again, this episode's getting knocked, but it's a fun one. I don't think there's anything else you can really say about that. It's straightforward. It's fun. I don't want to go through every single element, every single trap, every single puzzle in the, in the show. Uh, it's all really enjoyable. But I, I just want to make sure everyone's got the right frame of mind when we're watching these episodes because they're just telling us fun stuff, fun Star Wars adventures. And that's a good thing. We need more fun Star Wars adventures in the show. Uh, you, you, Everyone knows, uh, and, and, and I think we're all in agreement, how much we all loved Andor. Um, and that's that's sort of the Star Wars I, I, I want more from. But like, I'm okay having there be a Star Wars Andor and then having fun adventures with the Bad Batch. <laughs> it, I, the, the, the two can coexist. It's, it's A-okay. Uh, mostly because, like, you know that with the Bad Batch, like, dark stuff's going to be coming up. I mean, we are in the time of the Empire. The Empire is just it's just kind of gaining its foothold. It's it's switching over. It's in a transition period from the Republic to the Empire. All these new policies, all these new um, rules they're putting into place to, to further Palpatine's goals of control and, and domination. Um so you know the dark stuff's coming. So let's have some fun now, all right? It's 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 perfectly acceptable. This puts us at 0 for 2 in treasure hunting, even with a professional. We did find the heart of the mountain. The legend was real. Now that's the right attitude. So just another fun adventure wrapped up right there. I think we'll let that we'll let Omega and Fee wrap this one up for us today. So easy peasy. So what's coming up the rest of this week? Well, we have another episode of Star Wars: The Bad Batch coming out on Wednesday, and guess what? There will be an episode of this podcast Wednesday after that show at some point during the day. So that's good news. That's exciting stuff. But there's more. Uh, I will probably not release it this week. But next week, we will probably also be able to manage two episodes of the show because I have a little bonus content that I want to talk about. Uh, kind of did some deep... did a, I don't want to say deep. Deep's not the right word. But I went back and was reading some old Star Wars comics. And I want to... Uh, there's 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 one I want to get I, I want to get into with all you nice people out there and, and kind of remind you that this exists. And if you are a fan of a certain, some, a certain other uh, movie franchise, you might be a fan of this particular series of Star Wars comics. And I'm gonna I'm, that'll be the tease. I'm gonna leave it at that for right now. So get ready for that. That'll probably come out um, early next week or well, I'll, I'll, we'll decide that later. Don't <laughs> don't worry now. But again, two episodes this week, two episodes next week. It's gonna be a good time. So let's go ahead and get out of here. I want to thank you all once again for being amazing listeners and supporters of the podcast. Uh, without you all, the show wouldn't exist. I wouldn't be here. I wouldn't be doing this. Uh, and I'd be just talking Star Wars to my dogs, and they, they hear me talk about Star Wars all the time, and they're sick of it. So, so thank you for allowing me to have this platform. Uh, you are all the best people on the, in the world. And I would really appreciate it if you let other people know about the show so that we can join, we can, we can let Buckethead Nation just continue to grow and grow. Uh, remember, my name is Tom, and this is the Men Division Podcast. Thank you for being here and supporting all the small independent Star Wars shows that are out there. Uh, that means just the most to me out of everything, all right? 
We're on social media at Mando underscore Vision on Twitter and Instagram. Email this show at MandoVisionTom at gmail.com. Please be sure to like, subscribe, follow, and share the show with all the other Mandalorians in your covert. And a great way to support the show is five-star reviews. They mean the world. They are absolutely critical to the small independent shows like us. So if you have the time and the inclination, thank you in advance for taking the time to do that. You are all the best. All right, let's get out of here. We'll be back on Wednesday to talk about more Star Wars The Bad Batch. Before we go, (laughs) we can only leave. This podcast can only end one way. This is the way. This is the way. This is the way. This is the way. You expect me to search the galaxy for the home of this creature and deliver it to a race of enemy sorcerers? This is the way.